Perfectionism is a blessing and a curse. Sometimes it can help you find the right thing and get focused on the right details, on the broad strokes, so to speak. And other times it can hinder you and throw you in a state of overthinking and analysis paralysis. I'm gonna talk about perfectionism and the lessons I learned through launching this podcast. Let's get started. So there's good perfectionism and there's bad perfectionism. My interpretation of good perfectionism is knowing what's right long-term, getting the broad strokes down, being a perfectionist in your principles and your actions, if that makes sense. Bad perfectionism is like focusing on the small details that ultimately isn't really too important and isn't concrete. So that means that it could change at any time. It's so funny that this whole podcast started to avoid perfectionism. Yeah, it still evoked a little bit of perfectionism. Oh, everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be right on the first go around. Even when I don't realize that I'm being a perfectionist, I can be a perfectionist, right? This podcast is only supposed to be a way to kind of, as a weekly deadline, to do something every week. The funny part is that the whole drive of avoiding perfectionism started off with perfectionism. (laughs) trying to launch the podcast exactly the way I want it to. And even if the environment changed and the plan doesn't work as well as it, as it used to. So to, to uh, explain this better, here are some personal examples and experiences that I went through bootstrapping and launching this podcast alongside the first project that I've started under this whole new thing and the expectations that I had for it versus reality. Example number one, starting this podcast. So starting this podcast took a minute. I remember back in like the June of 2022, I had the idea of this podcast and the whole plan of building Piano Black in like the tie sequence. I remember quite literally, <laughs> I woke up one day and I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. Maybe that can be another episode one day in the future, but of the exact origins of the podcast and how that came to be. But in summary, I remember I was so excited to do it. As soon as I had the idea to start this podcast, I was like so excited to actually move forward with it. And ultimately, I mean, I really had the goal of launching it by the end of that month, by the end of June. My basic plan was to start the podcast, start rebooting and document that in real time and finish that in one week, right? Finish rebooting in one week and then talk all about it in the first episode of the podcast as a way to kind of go, you know, rebooting was supposed to be almost like a teaser project for this podcast. And that was the rough plan. That's technically, that's by definition, good perfectionism because I was sitting there. I had a plan, but it wasn't too fleshed out. It was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to, you know, gather the resources for the podcast, start rebooting and, and finish that project in one week as I'm documenting that in real time. And then I use what I finished in one week as a topic for the first episode. That was the original plan. That was good perfectionism. But then I continued planning and then I continued planning and continued planning, and, and, and that kind of went on and on and on. Uh, I, I was sitting there obsessing over the right structure, starts podcasting the best way, what equipment do I need, uh, finding the right camera, finding the right like uh, time to upload and the right time to do it and the, all that stuff. I was trying to figure out how to make the perfect podcast when I didn't even have experience in making a podcast before. Sure, I got YouTube and Google, but you can only tell me so much. The only way I could have known the things I know now is to just start 
and just kind of learn learn as I go. I'm going to make this brand new second channel called Set Theory and then do this and this, just like what other YouTubers do. They make a second channel, right? So a, a little bit of unhealthy perfectionism starts, it starts to creep in. So a few weeks pass by, now the end of August, and I realized, oh man, wait. I'm still planning. And uh, for context, my birthday was actually coming up around that time, September 9th. And personally, I have this thing where if anything uh, important is happening or any like, big project is happening around that time, I like to make my birthday the deadline for that. So it's the last day of August. So I was like, okay. So I set out a goal. I'm going to release the podcast a day before my birthday, right? So that means I had eight days to do it. If I started from September 1st, all the way to September 8th, right? Basically a week. I had a week to do it. I hustled, right? For that whole week, I went from never doing a podcast or even a pre-recorded video like this ever and editing something like this on the spot as I went and making the announcements and sharing it everywhere and all that. I had to make the music, the intro, uh, the outro, all the assets needed, the logo, the identity, everything I needed. I needed to do that in one week. But because I had that urgency, that goal, I didn't care about the quality too much. I was okay if it was a C-grade quality. I knew I needed to get it out before my birthday. So I released it on time on the 8th at 6 p.m. That's when Set Theory launched. And so I was like, oh, Ooh, I got through that. And I was like, okay, all right. Looking back on it, I realized, hey, I didn't really plan too much. I had a rough plan. I knew, okay, well, I need to do this and this on this certain day so that way I can record on that and have to make the script, you know, so and so and so and so. I spent more time doing than planning and was okay with a C-grade product. Most people wouldn't notice or wouldn't even know what an A-grade or B-grade product would even look like for me. So the lesson I learned from this, just just get it running, right? Get it running and move on to the next step. If you're trying to launch something or you have a very great idea for something and you know the basic steps that need to get taken, pull out those basic steps and just go. Uh, that's what I did when I had that level of urgency. For some reason, that, that that birthday deadline just worked for me. And so as soon as I set that as my sights, I got it done. Parkinson's Law applied there. And Parkinson's Law talks about work expands or contracts depending on how much time you're given. So if you're given two hours to work on something versus two weeks to work on something, the work will fill that time depending on how much you have. Example number two, making rebooting. So uh, <laughs> rebooting took a long time to reboot. For context, rebooting is a short film that gets a little meta and talks about the perils of stopping and starting a personal project and having to push through that. So I was like, okay, well, now that I have launched the podcast, I need to do step Two, right? Remember, the, the original plan when I started this podcast was launch the podcast, make rebooting, talk about it as the first episode on the podcast. As I talked about in episode one, rebooting was a way to figure out if building in public was going to work. And then after that, I start paying a black tie sequence. I thought of this building in public thing as a sequence of chapters. My mind is sometimes very dogmatic. Piano Black was slated to be project one. Rebooting was supposed to be almost like a precursor to that. It was not really supposed to be the first project for like like documenting it as I go on top of making new episodes around that project. I was hesitant to budge and change on the original plan because the original plan was to have Piano Black to be that first project where I build in public, more of a uh, like an introductory project that just lasts for one episode and one episode max. And then I go on and move on to the real project, the real first project. Anyway, I, I start rebooting and it was going well. I was documenting my process, uh, making daily updates 
posted on Twitter behind the scenes on my Instagram story. But by the end of that week, I actually had a rough animatic of all the frames that I needed because the original idea, as I talked about in the episode one, it was not supposed to be a one minute, 40 second long video. It was supposed to be a short little loop that I made, maybe even 10 seconds, 20 seconds. As I was finishing it up, I realized, hmm, this could be a short film. I had a very fantastic idea of turning it into a story element. This actually became, looking back, became a pivotal moment. I had a few choices I could do. I could either and save that idea for another day because I knew that if I would upgrade the project to a short film, that would add on more time to the project and so it would throw off the whole thing. Or I could have made rebooting the first project like the first slot of the rebooting thing and uh, in place of Pay on the Black and document that in each episode of the podcast instead of waiting until I had it completed. Or the third option was to push it further and make it into a short film. Try at least to get it as done as fast as I could. This whole situation, that's bad perfectionism. But that third choice, the other two choices were good perfectionism. That would have been a situation where, okay, well, looks like this project may take longer than I think. Let's change the plan and adapt to the situation instead of trying to force the new situation to the old box. I ultimately chose the third option because I was like, well, this shouldn't take, this shouldn't be too bad, right? It's going to add on another week, but it'd be worth it, right? The idea is just too good. I have to do it. It has to be this way, right? In some ways, booting up did work as a test to see if building a public was right for me but it just didn't go as planned <laughs> you know like mission failed successfully so i've learned that now and like for example uh currently on piano black i moved on from the audio stage like making the music or at least editing the music to the concept stage the goal of this project is to be rapid so when i was editing the audio for a piano black to you know to make it sound like that i realized wait a minute i want to make a one minute 30 second title sequence but when i edited the audio it, it came out to be one minute and 20 seconds i could have been like oh wait this title sequence needs to be one minute and 30 seconds it needs to be i could have spent more time trying to figure out okay what piece can i get to give it the extra 10 seconds instead i was like well no this is good enough let's move on to the next step and we can come back to that at a later time that's what i should have done with rebooting i should have saw oh okay this animatic works great i got the 30 second version this is good enough uh, making it to a short film is a cool idea but i'm gonna shelve that idea for later and just focus on the plan stick to the plan or if i really wanted to do it then figure out a way to like continue the plan without being codependent on other things if one task wasn't done then all the other tasks got backed up it's like you're in an airport and you're a pilot in a plane and and you have the perfect runway you're ready to go you're ready to take off but then you take two months to do the pre-flight check that should have taken two weeks and let me check one more system let me check it one more time so lesson i learned there looking back was the principles stay the same but the plan can change things don't have to be exactly the way that it was planned out to be you just need to figure out okay what are the main end goals there are many different paths and avenues to get to that same result sometimes i get fixed on the original right steps even if it doesn't make too much sense in the long run example number three the perfect social media presence one of the things that I did when I launched a podcast was making a brand new channel, like a second channel called Set Theory, you know, the name of the show, because that's what I saw other YouTubers do. But then I quickly learned that, hey, managing two channels takes up some time, right? Not a lot of time, but just enough for you to go, man, I wish this was all in one place. And then it made me realize, right now I'm kind of splitting up my audiences and kind of, I might be starting to get confused. I might be... Uh, boxing myself in because what if what if this project 
evolves into something different. What if I decide I want to announce a new venture? Well, now that I'm stuck under a brand that at the end of the day isn't really all that personable, you know, compared to doing it under my name. But because I was focused on being so perfect, I was like, well, I'm going to do exactly what other people do because that's what I've seen other people do. I'm going to do that too, right? The reason why they're successful is because they started off small. And then when they needed to make a new channel, then when they needed to make a split, they are so big, have such a big audience that some people are interested in one piece of content and one type of content, but another part of the audience is interested in the other. That's when it makes sense to split a new channel. In my case, I'm trying to make big moves for things that aren't there yet because I'm not in that situation. In hindsight, like I should have proven the model. I should have launched a show on this channel and proven the model and established a social presence as me, as Msethi, and, and only split it off when the time is right. In this case, the perfectionism comes from a place of what already organized, established people do, not where I am now. I'm going a few too many steps ahead when really I need to focus on the problems that are in front of me. Still be prepared for the problems that are yet to come, but don't be so prepared for it that you have it all in detail because that means that you're at deadlock. So this is why I consolidated everything into one channel because I was like, you know what? Let's keep it simple. I'm going to let's reverse this level of bad perfectionism and move on with a good perfectionism. Good perfectionism is thinking about the long term, as I've mentioned. In this case, that means how are people going to find me? Do I want to make it people easier to find me? Well, yes. Do I want to make it easier for me on my side? One uh, brand of network or one social media presence. The lesson here, you only really need things as you go along. Being able to conduct live. Still have the protocol ready when it's time to do it. That's what good good perfectionism is. It's okay to start small and use the tools that are in front of you instead of trying to use tools that are not needed. It's like when you just learn how to paint and you immediately start buying expensive painting equipment and expensive brushes and stuff like that when you don't even know how to actually shade properly <laughs> with like a regular cheap paintbrush, you know. Being able to pivot at a moment's notice and know what the broad strokes are, you know, know what the principles are and then change as, as you go. Lessons. Uh, in conclusion, know where to put your energy and what is worth it now versus what is worth it later and balance that. It's much better to make stuff as you go with a rough plan that took you five minutes to come up with versus a perfect plan that I'd take five months to execute. <laughs> You know what I mean? Knowing the difference between good perfectionism and bad perfectionism. Get thrown off on the first unpredictable event. It's like you're at a restaurant and you're really hungry. Yeah, you could wait for the main course, but sometimes you need that appetizer, like that first step, in order to crunch that hunger. You don't eat the big thing first because sometimes you may want to build up to that. <laughs> You know, it's the same thing. It's like sometimes you just need the, the small steps before you get to the big thing. Well, that's it. If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or Twitter. Or feel free to check out my website at msteady.com for case studies and more. Links are in the description. If you found value out of this episode and you're watching the audio version, I appreciate it if you leave a review or like to subscribe if you're watching the video version. And feel free to leave a comment down below if you have any insights or questions. Thank you.